Well, hello, everyone. Welcome to another edition of Two Dads and a Ball. It's just Bucket Boy and I today. Not cool enough to have a special guest, but we're going to go over the college football slate here in week five. Let you know our three favorite plays so far, but we are degenerate, so I don't want to speak for Neil, but I know I'll probably add a few more uh, come the weekend. Hey, Mark, I will will beat Vegas this weekend. Taking the wife, I'm giving her all of Friday night. So we're doing dinner, we're doing a show, doing the whole shebang. Um, she knows Saturday is 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 a dad day. So I will we will be at Resorts World. I will be parked at a book, probably with at some point Sig will come join me, or I'll go meet him down at Circa or something wherever he meanders off to. But there will be plenty of degenning going on this weekend. That's for sure. I wish I could get out of everything I'm doing and, and meet you there at the book. One of these days we'll do it. One of these days we'll be in Vegas reunited again. But, you know, we had we had a mediocre, you know, combined week last week. Neil goes one and two. I went two and one. Uh, we went head to head on that UNC Notre Dame game. So that's kind of the difference there. Uh, Notre Dame. I think did exactly what I said they would do. Just ran it down their throats and North Carolina just couldn't keep up. So, you know, Neil, you had central Michigan looked really good. good. I mean, they put, they had like turnovers. They had blown coverages, two touchdowns that got called back from penalties. Um, Even all that. They still covered the spread, so I was happy to see that. It was a good. It was a good start to the morning. That was the morning game. Very good start. Yeah, yeah. And then, uh, you know, obviously we had our our you know pick going head to head, and then Tennessee looked like they were gonna cover, and then next thing you knew, we were thinking, are they gonna win? Oh, are they gonna win? If they had picked up, there was a there was a fourth and four from like the thirty six of Florida. And there was three options. Go for the four. If they'd gone for it, they run out the clock. The game is over. We would have been under the two-minute warning or under the two-minute mark. They take the game would have been over. They could have punted um, and try, you know, pinned them deep. Possibly could have ended the game. Um, they ended up getting no points out of that drive. Florida just runs down, gets a touchdown. It was going to be lucky either way. Probably had no business. I know Billy Napier is getting a ton of shit for going going for two when they were down 17 and scored a touchdown. So he was trying to make it nine. He blew that. So there was an 11. So it was, it was sort of, I, I hate to bitch about end of game because it was kind of a lucky, it was lucky to even be sort of in, in contention on that one, but. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, I had my other two were Washington state, you know, at the end of the first half, they had the pick six and the game was kind of going back and forth in the second half, touchdown, touchdown. Then Washington State gets a stop, goes up 34 to 22 with 642 left. And where have we heard 642 before? But I'm at the bar. I'm high-fiving my buddy Sam. I'm thinking, oh, yeah, I, I'm I'm feeling good. You know, Kansas State, you know, is in another parlay, and I'm thinking I'm, I'm going to make some pretty coin. And – Next thing I know, I I don't even I don't even bother to look. I, I'm getting ready for the USC game, and I see Washington State. I had to do a double check. I'm like, wait, wait, they almost they almost didn't even cover. I needed a I, so all of a sudden I needed a backdoor 
touchdown to cover that game. So, I mean, that would have made it's things crazy. even worse, just yeah. not even getting the cover. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I guess I guess somehow I lucked out there. Um, yeah. But, <laughs> yeah, uh, Oregon figure. scoring just as many points in the last, I guess, three minutes and 48 seconds as they did in the entire game. And then USC, um, you know, another game with no turnovers, but offensively just, you know, couldn't get much going they get the win so i'll take i'll take that and you know on to on to the next week and i guess since i went two and one getting you in the the battle of the dad the first one we'll start with my picks um in the first one i'm going at is i've had this since monday morning is ucla plus three tomorrow night I i think we always know oh god are you on washington I'm on, I'm on Washington. Perfect. So I've had this yep. since uh, Monday. I bought the, I did buy the half point. I heard in some books it got to three. I think it's back down to two and a half. So mm-hmm. Friday night lights, home dog, usually pretty good. Washington, I believe, is ranked 15th now. Uh, you know, both mm-hmm. teams are 4-0. UCLA is rolling. Both teams, yards per play is right, right under seven. You know, just, <laughs> just pretty phenomenal things. You got the Phoenix. It's definitely a tough massive, game. The massive Phoenix. Massive, the, the massive Phoenix. But UCLA at home, uh, you know, maybe they get two fans, you know, at a 7.30 p.m. kickoff. But generally, these Friday night spotlight games, home dog is a very good recipe for success. So I bought that up to three just in case there's some crazy stuff at the end, but I, I fully expect UCLA to win this one outright. So, Neil, go with uh, your play. So, mind you, Kyle and I don't talk. We uh, we He tried to, as, right before we hopped on, he asked what my plays were. I said, no, we're doing it on the pod. Um, I, we, we are both Trojan homers, so the fact that, you, that Kyle is backing a UCLA team should be surprising to some, but... Um, I really just think it was a matter of the talent that the two teams have played so far. So UCLA has played three teams that are ranked in the triple digits um, right now. And then the one team in South Alabama, South Alabama very easily could have won that game at UCLA. Kyle talked about it. I think their highest turnout so far has been like 30,000 people um, in the Rose Bowl, which can seat almost 100. It's a Friday. Washington's coming to town. Maybe they get more people. It's a you know slightly shorter week under the lights, but Washington has played some decent teams, right? They beat the crap out of a Michigan State team, which may not be very good. But, but yeah, I was gonna least, say, are they even good? But they have D one talent, not you know Bowling Green, right? Like you know, it's not South Alabama. Um, you know, and then they had Stan. You know, then they had Stanford last week, and they they rolled them both. So, um, you know, coaching nod. I think from a coaching on from next to nose, you got to give it to Washington. I mean, the guy did really good things before. I just think this Washington program's in a good spot. Um, again, you got four and zero versus four and zero. I think UCLA's four and zero is much different than Washington's four and zero. When you look at just the you know sort of the top end of who they played, I think UCLA is going to be a little surprised at the level of competition that's going to be walking in the door Friday night under the lights at the Rose Bowl. Well, we got our second battle of the dads. Is Neil going to tie it up or is he going to go 0-2? I hope so. 
I, I mean, I feel pretty good about UCLA. Yep. Like I'm, I, uh, depending on how the baby Bengals do tonight, I might be putting a little more on, on the Bruins. Um, so Neil, right. uh, start us off with your second play. So second play, um, I'm all in on the Kansas Jayhawks at this point, if they're going to continue to play, you know, playing mediocre talent. So Kansas Jayhawks, if you don't know, have already eclipsed their season win total projection, which was two and a half. They're four and oh, um, they get an Iowa state team coming in that I just don't think is very good. I've never, I've always thought that Iowa state's one of the most overrated programs of the last decade that they get, you know, how is it that Matt Campbell gets so much hype? Why is he still at Iowa state? you know, whatever, 10 years later, like go to real school. If you're, you know, as, you know, as hot as you are, I just don't think Iowa state's very good. And I think there's something to be said about, you know, Kyle, we've seen it when, if you're historically bad program at something and you all of a sudden become really good, that's kind of really exciting, especially, you know, in college football at a big school Um, last week, home game, Kansas, Kansas sold out last week against Duke. And, you know, yeah. you can say, OK, well, there's your, your basketball rivalry, you know, with two blue blood basketball programs. So maybe there's something that translates. There's no doubt that this will be sold out. This is their first conference game. Like I I did a 50 50 one. I took Kansas State. I took Kansas plus three and a half for half a unit. And I put the other half on Kansas to win money line at home um, against an Iowa State program that I don't think can match Kansas. Touchdown for touchdown, especially not at home. I mean, right I watched now, most yeah. of that game last week against Baylor, and I was very unimpressed. So I'm glad you touched on it because I don't have them in my three, but I definitely wanted to bring up that Kansas game just to kind of see what you thought. What Jalen Daniels is doing is impressive as hell. He's he's now 40-1 to one to win the Heisman before he wasn't even at, you know, Caesar Sportsbook no, he was a, last he, week. Yeah, he was the so, field. He was part of the field. Yeah, and now, yeah so. Was, and right, right, you have a win total at two and a half on the season and you start off four and oh like this has come out of nowhere in this, and like in this team it's like all transfer students from juco's yeah they're just they they're, got they're, chips they got the aaron Rodgers chip yeah it's it, it is talent and you know i mm-hmm. you hear a lot of you know about flat you know is this the flat spot and things like that i don't think it's a flat spot when you when no one's telling you that you're really any good you, you haven't been here before Right. I can't remember the last time Kansas football was relevant in my lifetime that I've ever heard about him. Like this is new. You want to keep that. You want to keep it rolling. You know what you've done and work for to get to this spot. I think you bring an Iowa State team, a chance to get a a big 12 win like this is going to be big. They sold out. There is no doubt in my mind that they are selling out this game. Like and it's going to be crazy inside that that stadium. So I I like the pick. Um, Good for them. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, following up with my second, uh, another dog, Iowa plus 11. Uh, kind of similar things that you said. I'm going to keep this short. I don't think Michigan's really played anybody. Yep. Um, I'm, I'm going to take – I mean, it's, it could be a square take, but I'm going to take the team that can shut down the run, which is what Michigan does really well, slows games down on offense – you know, the only the only issue is if Michigan scores 17, is Iowa going to score seven like yeah. that? That's my concern is, is Iowa going to be able to score just enough because, you know, Michigan's probably going to score around 20. Um, I don't see this thing being very high scoring, but, you know, can the Hawkeyes do just enough to you know stay within this number? So it's all predicated, you know, defensively. Um, you know, I think 
It's going to be a, a, a slow game in the sense of there's going to be ball control, ball control. You know, if they can force a turnover with those Michigan quarterbacks, um, you know, we're going to be right there. So, you know, that's my second play. Yeah, and, I like it. It's, it's the it's the the big noon kickoff right on Fox, so it's early. It, I was got I was, you know got a great home field advantage. You know, in this one, that stadium's going to be crazy. Um, yeah, it, it's it, it's going to be watch. You're going to be. I, I mean, I think it's one of those games. You're going to be super frustrated every time Iowa gets the football on offense. But um, yeah, it, it's a double digit spread on a college football game that has a total of forty two. Like that's pretty. I mean, that's a lot of points to be giving with what's going to be a real total. So you know, I like your take. Like the you know, Michigan ain't going to get more than twenty. So it's. If I would get if I would can just get into double digit points, they cover this game. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. And kind of rounding out my three, probably going to get some shit on this one, but Texas Tech plus eight. So Kansas State just had the big upset win on the road against the Sooners. Uh, you know, kind of interesting enough, the Wildcats in, in the Big 12, they have the worst yards per game and the yards per play. So, you know, just one conference, but still pretty crazy martinez doesn't have an interception yet you know big thing yet it was very very spotty last year so Mm -hmm. you know there's that going for them uh but eight points is a lot against the texas tech team who is one of the most explosive teams believe it or not offensively when you think texas tech in the past you know 10 years it's it's truly not offensively, um, you know, after the Graham Harrell days with Crabtree. So Tech has big plays. You know, they're fourth in the nation with 83 plays already over 10 yards. Like, that's crazy. Like, I had to do a double take. That just seems like a lot. So I think, you know, they're going to be poised to win this game outright. You know, offensively, I think they're going to be able to put it up with Kansas State. It's probably going to be a lot of fun. I hate over-unders, but I didn't even look at that, but it could be fun just to go at that. Cool. Sorry. Yeah, the only thing I looked at on this one that kind of nervous about was, right, you had like you said Kansas State was off a big win. Texas Tech is off a big win, right, in beating Texas. So you right. sort of had two programs. You know, it, it was one of those I was looking at. I was watching the the Kansas State game, and after they upset, I was thinking, "Oh, great! Let me, you know, great fate potential. You know, let's go, let's go look." And then I find out, and I look, and I was like, "Oh, it's Texas Tech who just beat Texas and had a big win, you know, against potentially their biggest rival too." So and that had me a little hesitant of what side to stay on because you have two teams off of big wins. Um, so it, for me, it was a stay away. Yeah, I don't, I don't hate taking over a touchdown, like you said. When when you have an offense like Texas Tech does, and the back doors is going to be available, you know, all day. Right. Yeah, and their defense isn't terrible. Like I think they can do just enough against Kansas State, who, yeah. as I mentioned, is yeah. the worst in their conference offensively, which is which is kind of crazy. The fact they did what they did against uh, Oklahoma. So who do you got rounding out your top three? All right, final one, big big dog play. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to, I got a bad number initially, but I bet it again once it went up. I'm going to take Arkansas plus 17 at home versus Bama. Um, 
I just think that's too much for a good. I mean, I think we're probably you're you're laying 17 on the road versus, you know, a top 15 team in the country and an SEC team. Like, I think this is just Bama's getting way, way too much credit in this spot, I think. Um, and certainly, like, I, I'm going to say, like, that Texas game that Bama played is, is, is an anomaly. Like, Bama should have rolled Texas. Um, but certainly that hasn't aged well. If that is any indication, right, that didn't age well when you got Texas going into Texas, you know, to All right. Texas Tech um, and, and having look, looked impressive. Um, and, again, it was, right, technically I guess it was a neutral, but it was in the state of Texas that game was being played, right? This is in Arkansas, right? This is Arkansas Super Bowl. Um, and Arkansas, I think, defensively will do 17 to me. Just seems like a crazy number. Uh, Jefferson's going to be is going to make some plays, right? They'll they'll do things defensively to to mess him up, and he's not the you know I don't think he's the best decision maker, but he is uber talented and has led this team and has led this team now. Um, I think two and a half seasons now that he's been the starting quarterback there. So um, you know this is an all in spot for Arkansas. Um, I think seven to be laying seventeen on the road in this spot just seemed crazy to me. And Bama may be getting too, too, too much, um, you know, credit for spot, right? Like you think about it, like like you said, going back to the Michigan, Michigan's laying eleven on the road to a decent Iowa team, like that seemed more like in the realm of what it should be. Like I, I, I thought it was going to come out and be one of those weird like eleven 12 and a half, half, twelve, yeah, twelve and a half, like somewhere in between ten and ten and thirteen when I saw that they were giving you the, the full two touchdowns and a field goal to go on the road, that just seemed, it just seemed a bit much. I agree. I mean, I, I did look at that too, and I ultimately stayed away because Alabama just scares me. And I don't think I, I win very much when I play against them. So it's certainly not profitable. Yeah. And like, kind of like yesterday with the Detroit conversation we had, it's like, you know, I, I I thought it would be like 13 and a half, which probably would have, I know it makes no sense, but it would have actually made me more inclined to play Arkansas. But the fact it's 17, I'm like, okay, I don't, I don't know enough. Like there seems like there seems to be something off, you know, with, with me and what I think, you know, the game's going to go. Cause I, I agree with everything you said. It just seems like way too much. So it's, it's just yeah. funny, you know, how we had this similar conversation about our NFL pod and it just makes, mm-hmm. it makes me scared. So, you know, that's kind of actually where I put in Texas tech. Um, but yeah, you have any final words? We're approaching 20 minutes and that's about how we want to keep these things. Yeah. Let's leave it off. Let's do a WTF line because I was really disappointed. So my WTF line of the week was I was really hoping to fade Middle Tennessee State this week coming back home after beating Miami, and they were going to play UTSA, who was conference winner last year, bring back the quarterback. Like I thought it was a great spot that Middle Tennessee State would be like favorite or a pick them middle tennessee state is at home catching like four four and a half points to a two versus a two and two utsa team like that line stunk i get it's like smaller conference college football but i was really upset at that line i was hoping to to hammer utsa like at a pick and it didn't come anywhere close and that was a bit shocking to me yeah i'll have to look into that i mean maybe they just think miami was overvalued 
and you'll just fell flat on their foot. They, they went to Miami and went out. I mean, they went to Miami and went out right. Like, I know. I, I I still think that might be a, a UTSA one. That's the market. That's somebody because I think people who do bet on this game, they're going to look at it and be like, wait, like on the surface, you're a four and O team who just beat Miami at home versus a two and two team. Like this is a den play hundred percent to just take middle Tennessee state, not right. a big enough game for him to actually watch or pay attention to, but like, man, I remember seeing just the score to that middle Tennessee game and you know, I'm kind of, I'm kind of buzzed and then I'm watching that C game and I, I'm thinking, I was like, man, should yeah. I live Miami? And I'm just like, Nah, yeah. but like right. I keep seeing, I was just like, shoot. And then I'm looking, I'm like, man, thank God I didn't do anything stupid. The only stupid thing I did was yeah. I hammered, I hammered SC on the live pick them because I thought there was no way they'd lose that game. And that, that was ooh, scary. Got lucky. Yeah. yeah. They got lucky. Um, so yeah, I got yeah. nothing else. You know, thanks everybody yeah. for yeah. taking a listen. You know, we, we got our new Twitter to dads, one ball going on, you know, the Twitter sphere. Now we had Carl Haskell last night from cash consideration. So Neil and I are going to be trying to, you know, just do more content through this, you know, you know, on the umbrella of fade you and, you know, at the end of the day, you know, thanks for listening and we'll catch you next time. Peace, dad.